This is The Motivation. All right, everybody, welcome to another episode of Jujiteros Coast to Coast. Uh, I'm Alfonso Cumplido, and here with the host of the show, Frank Garcia. We're going to go ahead and count down these fights coming up for our next UFC event. Um, Frank, how are you doing tonight, man? Bro, I'm stoked. I'm excited. Fresh off last night's show, Eddie killed it at the Mint. Shout out to our boy. Miss you, buddy. Get ready. Uh, I know you're in moving situations right now. So hopefully you get situated soon so you can get back on here with us. Shout out to Eddie, all the listeners that didn't get a chance to see him. Next time he's out on the road or on a, doing a show, I will let all y'all know because he's got some new killer lines that uh, created quite the stir last night. Uh, but I won't give it away. But Eddie, comic genius. I'm doing fantastic, Fonzo. How you doing, bro? Great, great, man. I'm fucking great. Sorry I missed your guys' show last night, but uh, I'll oh, catch no worries, the next one. No worries. Yeah, sure. no, I, I heard it was a great show. So, yeah, congratulations, man. That's awesome to hear. Um, but, yeah, and then we got to cut We got in one of the, another one of those uh, cartoons, man. That'd be dope. Bro, I think I got one for – I'm working on one from last night, actually, already. So I'm All super right. glad you said that. I've been dreaming of this for a while, uh, and I got some pretty good audio last night. So I'm gonna run with it. So I'm gonna start the uh, storyboard tonight, and let's see how long it takes me to put slap this bad boy together. But it's about seven to eight minutes long, so it's gonna take me a little while. This is gonna be our longest one. Sweet, sweet. All right. So we're counting down our picks uh, today for the UFC event coming up Saturday, which is UFC. What is it now? What is it labeled? Two thousand six hundred and forty-eight. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Two sixty-six. Six. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Jinx, you owe me a Coke. All right. Party. I'll get you Cuba Libre, homie. There we go. That's what's up. All right. So we're going to start off with the prelim events. First fight we're going to check out is the Marilyn Marlon Morales versus Corey. Uh, no, versus shit. I'm in the wrong event. Marlon Morales versus Marav. Uh, Davishil. Dav, Dav, how do you pronounce that shit? Good job. Good try. Good try, my brother, my man. I don't know if I can fare much better, but I think it's Marab Devalish Delishvili. Something like that. Let's just call him Marab. There's too many damn consonants in that name. That's a fancy name. It's a fine fine young fighter, fine young man. Yeah, we'll so call him Marlon Marais, and I believe this is the main event of the prelims. Yes. Uh prelims that are gonna be shown on ESPN. Marlon Rice coming in at 23-8-1. and one. Marab coming in at 13-4. and four. You know, on our last show, Fonzo, we got our asses handed to us. I got to admit that I didn't do yeah. too much research. I didn't, I didn't have a lot of time. I didn't talk to anybody. I just went with what I thought were going to be some decent picks and blew up in my face. So I did not want that to happen on this episode. So I made sure that I put in the time and the effort to do my research. Looked at both fighters' records. I looked at a lot of different factors. I checked out their instas. I checked out their age, fight camps, what kind of like rumors were floating around out about these guys. Some of these guys like to party. Some of these guys like to do other things, you know. So that leads to situations in fights where maybe they're not at their best you know so i looked at both of these guys i started with this fight marlon Marais is 33 marab 30 
I don't see too much. Let me see. I'm looking at Marais's. Do you know what Marais's record is in his last couple of fights? Is he coming yeah, up back-to-back so, losses, right? Uh, well, he yeah, he lost to um, Rob Front, Font and then Corey Sanhagen last in 2020. There you go. Yeah. So back-to-back losses. And then pre- pre- previous to that, he had a win against Jose Aldo, which I yep. kind of thought Jose Aldo won. But, you know, who who knows? You know, it could have went either way. He ended up getting the W. Marab, <clears throat> I believe, is coming off a couple of wins. He's or I, I got here four and one in his last five fights. Oh, wait. No, I'm sorry. I'm looking at the wrong person. I'm uh, looking at Marab. Marab's record. Um, he last won against Corey Stammen. Yeah, Stammen or Stammen. And then um, against John Dodson. And then he also okay, here we go. beat Gustavo Lopez. Oh, yeah. So he's coming off a one, two, three, four, five, six, seven fight winning streak. I don't know why I didn't have that in my notes. Yeah. Didn't have enough room, I guess. So he's been killing it. But I don't know if you've been paying attention to the way he's been winning, Fonzo. And it's just decision after decision after decision. And yeah. he just wrestles everybody to death. And he's got okay. a gas tank for days, man. So he's just gonna go. So this, so I have here unanimous decision, thirty twenty-seven. You know, um, Marlon has to me has a suspect heart and a suspect gas tank. If he doesn't get the early stoppage in the first round or early in the second round, he's done. I just feel like his momentum and his will to keep the fight going, and especially in his favor goes down the toilet the longer this fight goes. So if he doesn't get the early stoppage, it's going to be Marab all day long. I guarantee you, dude. I'm pretty sure that's what's going to end up happening. I think Marab is just going to close the gap as soon as he can, not give Marlon any space to throw any jabs, any kicks. You know, he's just going to take him down, and he's going to use his wrestling to out to just not allow him to do anything on the ground, basically. And he's just going to... He's not really going to pound him out, but he's just going to outscore him and hold him down. Yeah, yeah. That's, I mean, that's what I'm thinking. And and I agree with you. I mean, uh, I didn't know too much. Of, and I think I spoke to you about this uh, earlier. I didn't know too much about these two guys before. Um, but, you know, I, I remember speaking to you about it earlier in the week. And then you you said the same thing. He goes, yeah, you know what? Um, uh, Marab is, is kind of, um, you know boring fighter, you know, for lack of a better term, just, you know, I hate calling fighters boring, but yeah, I mean, it's just, it's not very exciting to, to watch, although, you know, it's, yeah, I mean, his work is good, you know, he's, he's good at it and he does it and there's nothing wrong with it, just not exciting, you know what I mean? Um, so it's kind of like a, sure. a, a less exciting Khabib, right? Yeah. So, I mean, he's, he's going to get the job done and I, I agree with you, man. I, I think the safe money is a Marab. So, you know, we're just going to have to watch him. Hopefully his game evolves a little bit where he's maybe, you know, maybe just looking to finish fights. You know what I mean? And that way he makes it more exciting because really it, you know, in the UFC, yeah, you're going to win. You're going to get money. You're going to get paid, but you're never going to get those big events if you win in this manner all the time. You know what I mean? You you know, hopefully maybe he changes the game up a little bit and gets more aggressive in trying to finish um, that way. You know, fans get excited about his fights. So, but yeah, th- in this case, I think he's gonna get he's gonna get W. Oh, for sure, no doubt. I don't think he's gonna. I'm just looking at his record and his opponents, and he didn't finish any of those. And I don't see him finishing, regardless of what we've been saying about Marlon. He's in the UFC and he's tough. You right. Know? I'm not sure if he's. I think he's fought for the. Well, he did. He fought Cejudo for the title, and he almost yeah. took him out in that first round, man. And Cejudo just 
nutted up through. and, was, and yeah. just came, yeah, powered through and and persevered. You know what I mean? And hey, that's man, why and he that's, was the champ. And that's Sehudo. You know what I mean? Sehudo's a fucking. Yeah. I mean, look what he was able to do. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And so, so that in itself shows that he's no slouch. You know what I mean? Marlon ain't yeah. no slouch. Um, yeah, and sure. like I think the caliber of fighters that he's that he's fought, maybe not beaten, but he's fought is definitely like better than um, than Marab. Than what Mar- Marab's yeah been able to, to accomplish. So For it's sure. going to be a good fight. But I, I just think in terms of styles, Marab will take it. You're right. All right, man. Next fight I want to talk about is on the prelims also, and it's Nazrat Hakparasat Rast. I'm sorry, uh, versus Dan Hooker. Uh, Dan Hooker coming off back-to-back losses uh, and some super bad ones at that. You know what I mean? Uh, one to Dustin Poirier, who's now the champ, and Michael Chandler. So it's not too bad. He's getting, you know, he's got losses to one of the top two guys, two of the top three guys in the division, you could say. You know, and before right. that, he had he's had a few victories. You know, he's yeah, had a Alaya lot Quinta. of battles, though, man. Yeah, Alaya Quinta. He had a battle with a. Uh, with uh, Edson Barbosa, I believe, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, um, Paul Gilbert, Felder, Gilbert Burns, yeah, he, yeah, he beat Gilbert, yeah, he did, yeah. So, was, he, so he he's a stud, man. He he ain't no he ain't no punk, you know what I mean. And plus, he's with that team that's that I, Israel Adesanya team. I, I forget the name of their team. Is it like City Box or something like that? Can't remember the name of the team. But anyways, uh, Dan Hooker, pr- impressive resume. But my warning, my there's some red flags that I'm seeing, you know, and it's just how's he gonna react coming off of back to back losses, and they're just not normal losses, you know. What I mean, that Michael Chandler fight was an ass whooping and a half. Yeah. So some guys don't bounce back from fights like that. So we'll see. We'll see how it how it goes. You know, his opponent is four and one in his last five fights, and that's what I had earlier from one of the other notes. I got confused. Um. Bad news is this guy just lost his mom. I'm not sure if it was earlier this week or the week before. Oh, so that's right. That could play a big factor. You know what I mean? It could super motivate him and he can come out like a bat out of hell. Or, you know, it can affect him in a negative way and he might not be able to perform. Who knows? You know, yeah. he said that he's going to fight for his mom for sure and not to worry. You know, um, I was looking at their opponents and they do have one common opponent. Uh, and that's Mark Daikisi, Di- I believe. I don't know if you remember this guy. He used to have like a red mohawk. I believe he's from oh, the UK. Man. Yeah, I don't so, know if uh, I, I remember him. Yeah, he was come. He was a, a young hot prospect when when he first was coming out. Uh, but we haven't heard much from him since. Uh, but they both fought him. Nazrat beat him in, with a unanimous decision back in 2018. And Dan Hooker subbed him with a guillotine in the second round, but that was or third round. I'm sorry, but that was back in 2017. So that's the only common opponent I see. Um, as far as their stand up goes, I mean, they both like to stand and, and trade, you know. And Dan Hooker is willing to show, has shown in the past that he's willing to let you run out of gas and hit him with all you got, and he'll still be there. But who knows if he's got a lot of cobwebs up there and he's going to be able to withstand that. Not to say that Nazareth's got crazy stand-up either, you know what I mean? It's going to be a good fight. I'm definitely going to be tuning in to watch this. I think it's going to be a three-round war, man. And I see Dan Hooker pulling out the decision here. What about you, Fonz? Okay. okay. Decision. All right. I want. I think it's going to end a knockout. And it'll probably be Dan Hooker who gets God a W here. Damn! 
Yeah, man, like these two guys will go ahead and, and, and trade. Like I said, I really didn't know a whole lot about about Nazrat before, but watching through some of his um, some of his fights, you know, yeah, they they love to to stand up. They don't have great great stand up, but they brawl. So I'm looking at a, a at a at a at a knockout here. Second round down hooker is what I'm going with. Noise now, yeah, and yeah, I mean, I think you're right there in, in terms of like their last fights. Yeah, he's he's taken some some shots. He might be cautious, but. I, I don't know, man. People just revert back to their instincts, you know, and that seems to be his instinct. I, I think it's not going to change a whole lot. And as far as Nazareth, yeah, I, you know, it can get into your head. You know what I mean? If you, if you have something like that happening, which again is a big factor here, right? His mom passing. And sometimes it can be a motivator. Isn't that what happened with, um, what's his name? Um, Mike Tyson and um, uh, Buster Douglas. Didn't his dad die? Like he, he I had don't just remember. passed away. Is that the storyline? And, like, and that's why. I've- yeah, I think you yeah, might be right. I think that that was it. Yeah, his dad was passed passed away, or somebody passed away recently, and he had just like he went in there and like he promised he promised whoever, I forget who it was. It must have been maybe his mom or his dad. He promised him he was going to beat um, uh, Mike Tyson. Tyson. Yeah, and he whooped his ass. Man. I promise I'm gonna be on the video game cover of a Sega Genesis game. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> 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 yeah, but uh, I don't know, man. That that doesn't always happen, you know what I mean? Like it, it just true. Yeah, you, you never know, man. Game. Just gotta see what happens for sure, yeah. man. It's gonna be a good fight though, no matter what. All right, so, man. You ready to get into this main event card? Yeah, let's do it. All right, let's do this. Main event UFC two sixty six, dude. This card is stacked. You know, everyone, uh, most of the time, Uncle Dana's throwing us a just a, a like a. How would you say it? Like a turd sandwich covered in creme brulee or something. Because you get one really good fight and then everything underneath it is garbage. But this one is just every layer is just loaded, man. Uh, first fight of the of the pay-per-view, Jessica Andrade versus a- our boy Eddie's homegirl, Cynthia Calvillo. Jessica Andrade coming in with a record of 21 and 9. Cynthia Calvillo coming in with a record of 9, 2, and 1. Jessica Andrade, 29 years old. Cynthia, 34. Cynthia's last fight was a loss to Caitlin Chukagian by unanimous decision. Um, mm-hmm. Before that, she had a victory against Jessica I, which she won by unanimous decision. Uh, Jessica Andrade coming off of a loss to Bullet. I don't know if you remember that fight, dude. Do you remember? It was awful. Oh, shit. No. To- dude, Bullet, oh, wait, wait. Valentina yeah. took her yeah, down. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I do. She like do. tied one of her arms up like in a figure four. She pinned one of her other arms, and so then she couldn't defend herself, and she started blasting her with elbows yeah. from side control, and then they stopped the fight. Yeah. Um. Prior to that, though, she fought Caitlin Chukagian, and she TKO'd her ass in the first round. That's what I see happening in this round, man. I was talking to Eddie about this, and Eddie was like, dude, every time I think that's what's going to happen, Cynthia gets all chola. And just comes out like a bat out of hell, which uh, you know what she might, but this she's never faced a level fighter like Jessica Andrade. Jessica Andrade is a former champ. Jessica Andrade grabbed Rose Nama Junis and slammed her on her head, dude. Yeah, yeah, true. You know what I mean? She's a killer, dude. She's vicious, and she went head to head with with Zhang Wei Li. You know, unfortunately, the outcome didn't go her way. She did travel. A lot of factors were going into that fight, so who knows. She might not have been at her best, but 
You take that away, and she's just been steamrolling girls, man. She's she's uh, almost unbeatable. Um, and I and I see the same thing happening. I have a TKO round two. I think in the first round, she's going to feel her out. Towards the end of the first round, she's just going to start putting the putting the pressure on her, closing that gap, trying to get those big, nasty takedowns and leading into some grounding. Uh, and then she's going to end it in the second round early on, I feel. What you thinking, man? You're pretty on the spot here. You know, Cynthia does well, but I don't think she's at the level of Jessica Andrade either. I mean, I'm going to say I'm going to give it one more round. <clears throat> so I think it's going to happen in the third round. Same thing, though. Uh, TKO. I mean, she's uh, Andrade's got something to prove here. She's got to make it back up to you know to the to the top of the food chain, and she's got to have to go through Cynthia Calvillo to do it. So uh, this is going to be one of those one of those um, fights that's going to showcase that whether she belongs at the top again or not. You know what I mean? That's this true, is, man. I didn't even think yeah. about that. That's a really good point, Fonzo. That she yeah. she needs to, she needs to make a statement. You know? Yeah. And I think and, this is a really good matchup for her. Yeah, you know. With that said, you know Calvillo is 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 tough too. So I don't think she's going to want to take too many chances. So that's why I think it's going to happen in the third round rather than the second. But same outcome. Definitely, definitely think so. Like I was saying, I think this is a really good matchup for her. Cynthia is a really good opponent. She presents a lot of problems, but I don't think there's anything that Jessica is not going to be able to solve. I think she's got. The ma- I think she beats her on the feet. I think if it goes to mm-hmm. the ground, I think her jujitsu and her wrestling is going to be better than Cynthia's. I think that just her strength alone and her takedowns, you know what I mean, are just going to be right. too much for Cynthia. I don't. I just. Right. I don't see this going. I mean, it might. She might even be able to finish it in the first. Who knows? Gonna yeah, be a good that, fight though, and yeah. a great way to start the pay per view. Definitely. All right. Next fight. Next fight. Curtis Blades. Versus Jarzino Rosenstrike. Curtis Blades coming in with, with a record of 14 and 3 with one no contest. Jarzino with a record of 12 and 2. Curtis Blades, I don't remember his last fight. Was his last fight against Francis? Derek, no, Derek Lewis. Or Derek Lewis, that's right. And Derek Lewis KO'd that fool, right? Yeah, but he, I mean, I mean, come on. Like, but Derek Who Lewis was. not KO'd by Derek Lewis. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. <laughs> The last guy he fought was the only guy. He fucking whooped his ass. What was his name? Who 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 did he fight? It was an ass whooping. Oh, it was Cyril Gon. Cyril Gon, yeah. Cyril Gon whooped yeah, his ass yeah. heavily. Yeah, man. Yeah. So uh Yarzino, thirty-three years old, Curtis, thirty. Uh, I have here his only Yarzino's only two losses are to Cyril Gon and Francis Nganu. My thing here is, dude, you know, and I was talking to Eddie about this last night. Because Curtis Blades is heavily favored by Vegas in this fight, I want to say he's like a plus two seventy or something like that. So we didn't, we haven't even looked at the at the Vegas odds yet. But right. I would say that after talking to Eddie, you know, I think that Yarzino's got a big hole in his game, and I haven't seen him try to answer it yet. And it showed up in the Alistair Overeem fight. You remember when Yarzino fought Alistair Overeem? Oh, vaguely, dude. Yarzino escaped with a W at the very end, like within the last 30 seconds. That's when he freaking almost ripped uh, Alistair's lip off with that bomb that he threw. Remember when he oh, like shit, yeah. Joker cut his face open? Yeah. yeah Alistair yeah, was yeah. whooping his ass. Alistair was whooping his ass the whole fight. Alistair was able to, to land multiple takedowns. And Alistair is an old vet, dude. And I'm not knocking his wrestling, you know, but that's not his forte. He's no. a stand-up guy. 
You know, he's a yep. beast. He's a giant motherfucker, man. And he was able to take that other giant dude down. So if Alistar is able to take him down and Curtis Blades' game is takedown city, bro, what do you think is going to happen? Yep. It's just going to be takedown after takedown after takedown, bro. I think this is going to be a wrestling clinic. I think Yarzino is going to be on that bus with with uh, Darren Till and all them other boys that need to learn how to wrestle. Or at least defend. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. For sure, man. I think Curtis Blades takes this. Uh, I'm going to say TKO by ground and pound. Late round two, early round three. Okay. Merka. Good old Merk in <laughs> wrestling. Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, that's exactly the way I see it. I think Curtis has... Uh, I mean, just in in terms of experience too. If you look at the records, he's got w- way more experience, and he, he's he's fought higher caliber opponents in in most cases. I mean, not that not that uh, Jerzino hasn't, um, but I mean, just just the record itself, and you know, all everything that they've, they've um, well, he's accomplished so far. And and again, just like just like the fight um, before with um, with Jessica Andrade. Uh, Curtis needs to prove that he's back on top. You know what I mean? That knockout with Derek Lewis, I mean, he's got to prove that that was a fluke. You know, and I mean, by all means, it, it probably was. You know, Derek Lewis, I mean, he's strong as fuck, but, you know, you, we know he's he's like a one-trick pony. If he doesn't get you with that, he's not going to get you, you know, and if you're if you're Curtis Blades is what I mean. So I, I think he's going to he's gonna have to prove this as well. He's He's going to fight smart not allow himself to be open like that, like what he did with Derek Lewis. So yeah, it, it takes sure, down city. Right. I it, hope he learned exactly what's going to happen. I hope. Yeah. 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 I hope he learned, man. Cause if you look at Curtis blades record, he's a monster, man, but yeah. he has gotten, he's susceptible to those big knockouts, man. He's lost to mm-hmm. Francis twice. He's lost yep. to Derek Lewis. You know, I, I don't, I can't recall the Francis losses. I think the Francis losses were up on the feet, but that Derek Lewis fight, he got caught coming in on a takedown. So yeah. if he's not careful, the same shit can happen with Yarzino, man. Yarzino's got that one knockout power, dude. And he'll, he's got just those giant boulder hands, boulder fists that he's going to use to try to drop you. I mean, look what he did to Alistair's face. Dropped him within seconds of winning that fight and pulled out the W, you know? Yeah, so he, yeah, as long as he plays it smart, you know, sets up sets up his takedowns maybe with punches, something like that, you know, just he should be fine. Um, but yeah, we'll see, man. Uh, so yeah, my money's uh, Curtis Blades. I would say same round two, most likely. Right on, right on. All right, so next fight takes us to the midway point. You know what I'm gonna do, dude? Let's look up the odds real quick on these fights. The last three. Yeah, Robbie Lawler. Oh, odd shot. I got it. Yeah, plus 105, minus 116, plus 105 for Nick. So Nick is the underdog here, slight underdog. All right, man. Next fight brings us to the midway point of this pay-per-view, and it's going to be Nick Diaz, Robbie Lawler 2. Dude, this fight is awesome. If we're talking like 10 years ago, maybe, you know, 12 right. years ago. I mean, it's it's a cool fight. This should have probably been earlier on. This I feel like it's kind of taking away from a, another fight that they could have put on the pay per view. But whatever, you know what I mean. I'm excited to see Nick Diaz back. But dude, he hasn't fought since 2015. 2015. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking at my bookie right now, and my bookie has 
this as a pick 'em fight. So it's even. So, yeah. you know, there's really no way to make any money off of this other than getting your money back. Robbie Lawler coming off of one, two, three, four fights in a row. Is that correct? If you yeah. look at his last five fights, he's one and four. That lone victory was against Donald Cerrone back in 2017, dude. Yeah. Yeah, he hasn't he hasn't won many fights, man. He's yeah, unfortunately, man, it sucks because I, I when I was looking at his record, I was like, man, I can't believe he hasn't won in that long. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, it's been a long time, yeah. man. So uh Robbie Lawler, 39 years old, Nick Diaz, 38. Nick, like we just mentioned, hasn't fought since 2015 against Anderson Silva, which got it was a loss, and then it got turned into a no contest after Anderson tested positive for peds, I want to say. Prior to that, Nick fought GSP, lost by decision in 2013. And then before that, he lost to Carlos Condit in 2012. Um, I feel like just because Nick, I mean, Nick hasn't fought in so long. You know, he has been taking the damage. I'm sure he's been training. I'm sure he's been working out. You know, he's always in good shape. So his cardio is not going to be in, in question. On the other hand, Robbie Lawler has got brain trauma like a mf and he carries it, you know? <laughs> He's yeah. been in so many battles, dude, that I just feel bad, man. You know, like, he's a warrior, and you know he's going to come to fight. I think this is going to go exactly like the first one, you know? Exactly like yeah. the first one. Nick's just going to pick him apart, and over time, it's the damage is just going to be too much. And I got Nick winning by TKO round three. Yeah. Um, you know, not very much variation here, but I, I just I got I got Nick winning by decision. I don't think it's gonna he's gonna put him away. Um Yeah, no, dude. Both of these but, uh, no one's gonna go for a takedown. No one's yeah. gonna try to <laughs> use their jujitsu. You know, no. they're just gonna stand in the middle and be like rock'em sock'em robots, dude. I yeah. bet you they won't even be pressed up against the cage. Yeah, 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 you're right. I don't think it will either. Um, you know, and this is one of those fights where it's like, man, you see it on paper and you get excited, right? Like I did. I was like, oh man, Nick, Nick Diaz, Robbie Lawler, that's fucking awesome. But the longer you think about it, you're like, man, it's not that cool. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just like, right, said, right. It's, it's not that cool. <laughs> like, you, yeah. you feel bad, but you know what I mean? Like, it's, it just, it's a throwback to nostalgia. You know what I mean? This is what it is. For sure. You know what nostalgia. I'm interested in seeing? I'm interested yeah. in seeing in the speed that these guys have, you know, uh, versus yeah. reg versus other fighters. They might look even slower, but against each other, it might look normal because they're both <laughs> going to be at the same speed. I don't know. <laughs> it might be interesting. Yeah. They might yeah, be no, no, something. You're absolutely right. You know what I mean? It's kind of like um, how like the internet was broken like last week or something like that when the dude from Blue Stews returned and he had a message for all the fucking 90s kids. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? This is what I feel like to like our like us being like old school MMA fans. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's just like, oh, yeah, it's, it's a throwback a to that. And it's just like, yeah, it's like a look at it. A tunnel yeah. opened up in the wormhole to send us back to 2012. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, man. Back when we were kicking it and, you know, your backyard barbecuing and using black box to watch UFC. Sorry, Dana. Dude, Comcast is listening right now. <laughs> we're just kidding, Comcast. We pay for every single one. Every single one. All right. 
All right, man. So, we got two fights left. We got the co-main and main event. Co-main event. We got our girl, Bullet Valentina Shachenko versus Lauren Murphy for the women's flyweight title. Valentina coming in with a record of 21-3. and three, And Lauren Murphy coming in with a record of 15-4. and four. Lauren Murphy is 33 years old. Bullet is 38. Valentina's coming in with a seven-fight winning streak. She has not lost a fight since February of 2018. Uh, Lauren Murphy's also on her own winning streak of five fights in a row dating back to 2019. Uh, Her last loss, I want to say, was against... Actually, she does have a loss here that I have... um, she lost to Caitlin Chikagian by unanimous decision back in 2016. Bullet also fought uh, Caitlin. Also, I don't remember when, but she was able to get the TKO in round three. So they do have a common opponent there. I don't know really much about Lauren Murphy other than her last two fights. Uh, she did beat Joanne Calderwood, who I am a fan of ever since she came out on Tough, you know. And another one of my fan favorites, Roseanne Modafferi, old school Jujitera, super Old school martial artist as well. Um, she did get a W against her with the unanimous decision. Dude, who's going to beat Bullet? The only one who has beat Bullet in the past has been Amanda Nunez. Yeah. And Lauren Murphy ain't no Amanda Nunez last time I checked. Nope. Yeah. So I see <clears throat> I see a victory for Bullet. I see murder in the second round. Actually, I have third. Yeah, second round. Uh, Valentina, TKO. Round T, round two. I think that her stand-up is just going to be too much. I think she's going to come in, throw crazy leg kicks, followed up by some combos going upstairs, and she's going to drop her ass. Once she drops her ass, I mean, I I don't know if Lauren is a. I want to say Lauren is her specialty is a is the ground, but she's not at the same level as Valentina. I want to say when I looked at her record. Uh, where I looked at her wiki page, one of her accomplishments was uh, she won Nogi Worlds as a blue belt, which is good. This is Bullet, dude. This is Valentina. She was able to withstand Amanda Nunez jiu-jitsu. What do you think you got, you know? So like I said, man, I think that she's just going to eventually drop her with some shots, follow her to the ground, and you know the saying, hit a black belt, they turn into a brown belt, hit them again. They turn into a purple. You know, I don't know what level Lauren Murphy is, but Valentina is a black belt at striking on the ground or wherever the fight goes. Bullet <laughs> TKO round two one more time. What you think, Fonzo? I have to wholeheartedly agree. Like I same, no, no, no variation there. Um, you know, in, in terms of what's going on here, I think, you know, Valentina's kind of run out of current opponents for the most part except for you know if you can do another another match with 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 amanda nunez but you know what lauren murphy is i think you know she this fight is happening just because of the the, the time that we're in right now like valentina's trying to climb her way back up to the top lauren murphy's on this this nice little win streak and she deserves somebody of notoriety that she can go up against and, and try to test her skills however this isn't going to go well for her you know what i mean like yeah, she's got a nice little win streak here, but if you look at her opponents, I mean, they're not super high ranked. They're not, you know, they're not on the level of Shevchenko here. So, yeah, I, I this is exactly what's going to happen. It's more of a tune-up for a tune-up fight for Valentina. Um, you know, it, it just 
I mean, it sucks to say it that way, but I, I think that's what's going to happen. You know, Valentina is just going to breeze through this fight. So second round TKO. I agree, man. I think so, dude. I think so. And you know what? Yeah. Vegas thinks agrees with us as well. Um, my bookie has Valentina as a heavy favorite, dude. I'm, yeah. I'm looking across the board here. And my bookie has her listed as a minus 1240 favorite. And Lauren Murphy as a plus 810 underdog. Dude, you lay down $100 on Lauren Murphy and she's able to pull this off. She's going to bring you back 810 bucks. I think I might just do that just, just for the hell of it. I mean, who knows? Fuck, dude, you can't, there's a dude, website. You can, you, can reap, you can reap the ankle and get a fucking get a leg lock, get a fucking ankle lock in there and just fucking finish the fight that way. Hey, you can pull an Aljamain Sterling and be on your knees and grab Valentina's knee and smash it into your face, and you're the champ. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Why not? Dude, check this out. Sportsbet has Lauren Murphy as a plus 996 underdog. It's Damn. almost a 1,000 to 1, bro. Damn, that's crazy. Kind of get them Alienware laptops. Hell yeah. <laughs> All right, man. We got one last fight, and we've been waiting for this fight for a long time. You want to introduce the main event of this fight? Hell yeah. Bonzo? So we got Alexander Volkanovsky versus Brian Ortega. This is going to be a great fight. Super excited for this fight. Um, dude, it's um, – I mean – what can I say? So Volkanovsky, you know, obviously has been just whooping ass, right? Like Max Holloway, uh, fucking um, Jose Aldo. I mean, yeah, I mean Jose Aldo's got a recent resurgence, but you know that the Jose Aldo he fought before wasn't the Jose Aldo we started watching again recently. No doubt. Uh, but still, you know. Anyways, continuing on, Chad Mendez. You know, Darren Elkins, um, Jeremy Kenny, like all these guys, right? Fucking just win W after W after W after W. So it's no doubt I think uh Volkanovsky is gonna is gonna take this one. I don't think Brian's gonna be able to um to to do anything that anybody else hadn't, but that doesn't mean it's not gonna be a good fight. I mean, Brian is a fucking badass. Um, I mean he went Toe to toe with Chang uh, Song Jung, and that was a fucking great fight. You know, it went, you know, it went all five rounds. Um, but you know, like just the things that that Brian is able to do against like Max Holloway, Frankie Edgar, like they both have pretty good fight records recently. But I just think Volkanovski is on a different level, and Brian isn't going to be able to bring it. I think it's going to end in the, in the third round, and Volkanovski is going to get that TKO. Ooh, Volkanovski TKO. Dude, it, it's, it's, yeah, it's, you know, leg kicks, picking him apart, you know, just, you know, being able to just stay on the outside and just outwork Brian is, is what I think right is going to end up happening. Mm -hmm. So I'm looking at my bookie right now, and my bookie has Volkanovski as a minus 160 favorite. So he, yeah. he is a slight favorite, Brian Ortega, plus 130 underdog. Uh, and that's typical across the board. You look at some of the other sites, and they're around the same. So, Everyone's in agreement with this, you know. Um, Brian coming off of a victory off of Korean Zombie, but that was when was that? Like back in 20, 2020, was, October yeah, of last, last year. year. Yeah. So almost a year ago. Um, before that, he had a bad loss 
to Max Holloway. I don't know if you remember that fight back in December of 2018, but Max Holloway tuned his ass up, dude. Max was even coaching him in the middle of the fight, saying at one point, like, no, no, don't do that. Do this. (laughs) Oh, just fucking fucking talking shit. Yeah, not really talking shit, but like actually coaching him. Like, dude, don't be doing that. You know? (laughs) So, like a big brother talking to a little brother, you know? And yeah, you can improve. I heard someone say, I think it was Kenny Florian on their podcast. He mentioned, you know, you can improve your striking quickly over time if you at if you try at it. You know what I mean? But versus like your grappling, you know what I mean? Like someone can be a high level grappler, and you might not ever be able to catch up to them. You can try and try and try, but you're not. You know, like the Yarzino and uh, Curtis Blades fight. No matter how much wrestling Yarzino puts in, he's never going to be able to catch up to Curtis Blades because he's just going to know all the tricks you know right but striking you can you can grow by leaps and bounds and 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 brian showed in that chance on junk fight that he he did step up his game i think he switched stand-up coaches and it, and it showed but it's chance on jung chance on jung is not one of those elite strikers you know what i mean yeah he's been in some wars yeah he's a great fighter all-around fighter, he's a great fighter. No matter where the fight goes, he's got enough tools to be able to put it on you. But he's not at the level that I would say like a Volkanovski is. Volkanovski no. has shown that he is a striker to the max, man. That team is just like a team of snipers. And the coach that they have, he's one of the best in the game right now. You know, good coaching comes in waves. You know, back in the day, it was Greg Jackson then it was the American top team guys. Now it's like these Stanford MMA guys down in Florida. But this city box team with Israel Adesanya, uh, Alexander Volkanovsky, Dan Hooker. Dude, they are not – they're not just brawling. They're like putting uh, putting together these plans and they're executing them to the T where they're putting people in positions on purpose so that they can use what they do best. I think Volkanovski is going to beat Brian's ass, man. I think it's going to be a unanimous decision. Um, looking at both guys' records, dude, Holloway is tearing – I'm sorry, not Holloway. Um, Volkanovski has, is tearing it up. He's on a 19-fight winning streak, dude, since 20, 2013. Uh, most recently, back-to-back wins over Max Holloway, as I mentioned earlier. I don't know if I did mention this earlier, but uh, I think he might have lost one of those. You know, I think the last one, I, I had Max winning the last one slightly, but you know, it is what it is. And you can't be leaving the fight in judges hands. So he he won. So on paper, he's got 19 fights in a row and he hasn't put out anybody in a while since Chad Mendes and Chad's tough. You know what I mean? Um, before that he put somebody out named Jeremy Kennedy. Um, but when you look at his record, he mostly gets decisions and you know, kudos to Brian. Brian's not going to go down easy. I think Brian's got a lot of skills, a lot of talent, and a lot of heart. And I think this is going to be a five-round war, dude. I don't okay. think that Brian's stand-up is going to be at the level that Volkanovski is. I don't think that his game plan is going to be as put put to, well put together as Volkanovski is. And even if they if they do have a plan that initially starts to have success against Volkanovski. I feel like Volkanovski's coach can change the plant, the fly, the plan on the fly mid round or in between rounds. And they'll be able to turn the fight around into their favor. Um, 
like I said, Volkanovski unanimous decision. And even if you didn't know who was going to win this fight and you were wondering, man, how can I, what can I use to put me over the, you know, help me decide on who's going to win this fight, bro. What do I always say? If you don't, if you're sitting on the fence about a fight, Fonzo, look at the odds, not only look at the odds, but check out their Insta. Oh shit. Yeah. I forgot about that part of it. Yeah. So what is so their I'm Insta looking at? I got Brian's last six posts and I got Volkanovsky's last six posts. Volkanovsky okay. has his last post is a picture of him with wearing a hoodie with the belt over his shoulder. And he's got one hand raised, one fist raised, and he's posing like behind in front of a bridge. Looks pretty cool. Brian's last pick is a post of him dancing with his girl. With the caption that says, tell me you're Mexican without telling me you're Mexican. <laughs> and they're dancing outside in a parking lot, listening to cumbias <laughs> while they're holding a box of tacos. <laughs> you tell me who's ready to fight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, that tells you a whole lot. You're absolutely right. Um, Come on, Brian. Take this shit seriously, man. <laughs> yeah, man. I, yeah, I, you, you're right, man. It seems like it, like it shouldn't matter, but at the, in the end, it, it, it makes all the difference. It, you know, it shows you what yeah. the mindset is of, of the person, and if you're just like, "Hey, let me let me do this little TikTok here. Let me let me do this post real quick." Um, you know, yeah, we all need to let off some steam at the end of the day. It can't be all work 100. percent but at least it does show where your mind is at. You know what I mean? And in that case, For sure. it, it makes a big difference here, especially in the fight game. Most definitely, man. Most definitely. And I'm not saying Brian's got no shot. Brian has got razor sharp jujitsu, man. If he is able to get a hold of Volkanovski's neck, it could be game over for sure. He could easily get the sub and become the champ. But will he get that opportunity? Is, his, is he going to have to pull guard? Will he be willing to pull guard? You know, because he didn't try to pull guard against Max. He thought he could stand and bang, and look what happened. Is that right. what's going to happen in this fight? I don't see Alexander uh, Volkanovsky engaging in any takedowns or even staying on the ground for very long if, if the situation doesn't favor him. You know what I mean? I could see him chasing Brian to the ground if he drops him with a kick or a punch and then following it up with shots to try to end it. But going for a takedown and then trying to pass into a, you know, I don't think he's going to do that. I don't think he even wants any part of that. And I think he would, I don't think that would be very smart of him either. I mean, he's, his advantages lie in the stand-up game. So why not keep it there? And mm -hmm. I haven't seen any wrestling from Brian to, sh to say, oh yeah, he's going to, he's going to be able to score a takedown whenever he can. I, I don't see it. I just don't see it. And that's why I'm saying with what I saw on Insta, from both fighters, I'm saying Volkanovski five round unanimous decision. All right, all right, that's probably true. Um, I still want to see a knockout though. So third round. Now I have no doubt, man. That would be nice. I would. I would not mind seeing a finish. You know, to prove to to prove that hey, this I'm the champ and I'm yeah. I'm the new king of the mountain. You know, so yeah, uh, it's gonna be a great fight, great night of fights. I cannot wait. Get yours while you can. Watch it wherever. Get with your friends. Play some parlays. Make it an interesting night. I'll probably do a little more studying. Listen to some podcasts during the week. See what Ariel Helwani says. See what Luke Thomas says. 
see what the boys on the uh, Kenny Florian and John Anik podcast say, and then lay a parlay on Friday or Saturday before the fights. I don't know. There might be know. a three or five fighter. I don't know. Maybe I'll even post my uh, parlay card on Insta for you guys. What do you Ooh, think? Do that'd it. be nice. Let's try it. Let's do it. Yeah. All right, Fonzo. Uh, that's a wrap for this, man. Anything you want to add before we head on out? Uh, nah, man. Just uh, can't can't wait for these fights. Um, a little less than a week away, so one one less day to uh, till we get there. I'm excited about them. I hope everybody else out there uh, is as well. And yeah, we'll see you after the fights. That's what's up. From at this moment, we got six more sleeps. All right. Yeah. Thank you, everybody, for listening out there. Hope everything's going great for you. Stay healthy. Be safe. Keep rolling and training if you can out there. And we hope to hear from you soon. Peace. Jujitettles coast to coast. God. Ow. This is the motivation. Ah.